Welcome to the Zolotech Podcast. This is episode 5 for January 2nd, 2009. Welcome to the new year. Welcome to another episode of Zolotech, uh, at least our podcast anyway. Uh, this is Aaron Zolo, your host, and I also have uh, Alan Costa again with us. Happy New Year's. And, uh, you know, this is our, our New Year's episode. Um, how was your Christmas? Excellent. Excellent. Did you get anything interesting? I, I did. I got a couple of gadgets. Uh, well, I consider them gadgets. I, I got a Keurig coffee maker. Sweet. Fabulous, fabulous, because I'm yeah. lazy and I can make a good <laughs> cup of coffee in less than 30 seconds. It's hard to get a good cup of coffee. It is hard to get a good, at home. good cup of coffee no. at home, yes, no. especially quickly. Yeah. Um, I also got an e-cigarette. Nice. Which I am <laughs> sending back to the manufacturer. Not working so good for you? Uh, it would be great if it worked consistently, um, yeah. but uh, unfortunately it rarely works at all, so it is going back. So we, we won't be doing a review of the e-cigarette. I have a comment on that, actually. Go ahead. Uh, my, stuff out. My father-in-law got an e-cigarette. Yes, I, you told me. Yeah. That's right. He's and, quite uh, pleased. Uh, I hear a report today. He used it for two days. Mm-hmm. It worked flawlessly for him. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is he hasn't touched a cigarette in a week. Um, it, I think it's the comfort of it being there. It is. They're designed... I mean, they did a lot of studies, and they found that cigarette smokers are not just addicted to the nicotine they're also addicted to the habit of smoking that means the the motion putting it to your mouth and the uh, process of exhaling and seeing you know their reaction when you inhale the, the light at the end the e-cigarettes have a little led light at the end they that do. light up when you inhale because a smoker you know all those things trigger little yeah. little fireworks in your brain uh, that's that's exactly what he said and actually. I found that when my e-cigarette, and for anyone out there that's interested in knowing about these things, um, what they are is they are smokeless cigarettes. Um, They have a little device called an atomizer that basically vaporizes uh, nicotine, and there's no tobacco, nothing burns, there's no tar or carcinogen byproducts, it's simply vaporized nicotine. Um, It's completely safe outside of whatever health risks, you know, long-term exposures to uh, nicotine would come with. Um, yeah. I had different flavors. Nice. I had uh, regular tobacco flavored and menthol and cherry, and they were all of them were quite good. And when it worked, it was fabulous. I would not smoke a regular cigarette while smoking the cigarette. The problem is with the Crown Seven. Uh, I hate to throw Crown Seven under the buses. Um, it more than more often than not, it doesn't work. Unfortunately, mm. you'll get a few good drags off of it. It'll actually feel like you're smoking a real cigarette. You'll get that, uh, as any smoker knows, you get that that classic hit to the back of your throat. Nice. Um, yeah. uh, that pressure you can feel when you inhale. Um, you get that for maybe maybe three drags on the e-cigarette, at least with mine anyway, and then uh, from there it just all goes to uh, to heck. You have to constantly fiddle with it. It, it like the uh, the atomizer part, uh, which is at the end. It's like where the filter would be. Right. It's extremely hot if you take uh, more than you know, like a couple of drags uh, every five seconds. So if you drag like one after the other, uh, it'll get super hot and it'll just stop working. So you really, in order to get it to work consistently or semi-consistently, you've got to wait like thirty seconds in between drags. And as any smoker will. You know, tell you you just can't do that. You got to have it, and you got to have it now. And, Sounds uh, like the tobacconist pause. Yes, <laughs> and the battery. It comes with uh, it comes with two rechargeable batteries, Interesting. and both of them started failing 
after I have like to say, three uses. So I don't know which one he has, but it, uh, none of the symptoms you're describing actually. Uh, please I tell him to please tell him to uh, let you know what to it let is. me let me know what manufacturer he purchased from. My Crown Seven is going back, and I would I'd love to take another crack at it because honestly, uh, as someone who smoked on and off for 15 years now, um, when it works. Uh, there is no reason to even consider smoking a, a real cigarette. I mean, it works really well. Well, uh, I, I wanted to ask you one more thing on your uh, your Keurig. Yes, the Keurig. Uh, as we're enjoying a Keurig now. Yes, we are. Uh, what flavor was it? Oh, we're 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 enjoying Dark Magic. Dark Magic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, other than their costs are great. I I almost got one just for my home, just because I don't want a whole pot of coffee. I want hot one cup of coffee. Right. And yeah. same here. A lot of times, I just want one cup. I don't want to. I don't want to make a pot. And uh, even if I did want a pot of coffee, I'm too lazy to do so. So nice. the Keurig machine is great. Uh, it's a little different than the one we we have uh, at our at our place of refuge here, um, where you know everything. Obviously, it's an industrial machine. Everything's internal. Right. Um, it sucks the water in automatically from you know wherever the source is. Yeah, these With, have external tanks. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, they have an external tank. You fill up the tank. Uh, you pop the tank on the side, you turn it on, it sucks a little water in, and it heats it up for about uh, 30 seconds to a minute. And then once it does that, you're good to go until it runs out of water. And it can make up to eight cups before it runs out of water. And it, 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 it brews a cup in less than 30 seconds, just like our industrial machine here. So it, nice. uh, it's quite good quality. Cap of K. Uh, you get anything else interesting other than an e-cigarette? I got Xbox pajamas. Did you really? <laughs> My mother-in-law knows that I'm a, a closet gamer geek, so she bought me a pair of fuzzy Xbox pajamas. Huh. They're very cozy, though. I oh, she cool. also got me. Do you game in them? She also got me. <laughs> she also got me X, a pair of Xbox boxers. Nice. And uh, oh, I guess I'm trying to think of what the uh, has a little message on the front, nice. uh, right where the sweet spot is. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I forget what the message says, but um, it's definitely something I can repeat. There's nothing vulgar about it, but uh, well, it's definitely a reference to uh, it's definitely a reference to your uh, your Christmas package. So. Nice. Uh, I have to tell you, this is uh, you already know this, but I thought it'd just be funny to discuss. I've been an avid fan of Bob Ross for many years. Yes, you have. <laughs> and uh, as funny as that And I have been a fan of your being a fan of Bob Ross because <laughs> I find it very entertaining. It's very, uh, his, his uh, Bob Ross the painter, uh, he passed away many years ago. Well, in the 90s, someone. And uh, so I'd been watching him for years on and off. I have, I have uh, videos of it, you know, that I've, I've seen in the, the, uh, I actually asked for a set for to paint for Christmas. They still make Bob Ross painting sets, so I had to give it a try. And did uh, you get Thalo Blue? I, I have Thalo Blue, actually. Yes. I, I for a long it. time, I didn't think Thalo Blue really existed. Oh, it, it I exists. thought he concocted it. Uh, Prussian Blue Thalo. Blue. Prussian Blue. Cadmium yes. Yellow. Yes. Alizarin yes. Crimson. Classic. So anyway, uh, I thought I'd give it a try. I've done a couple paintings, and they turned out pretty good. It's a little harder than it looks, but it's it's uh, good. I, you showed me on the iPhone, and they, they do look quite good. I was shocked. I still don't <laughs> believe you actually painted them. I did, I did. So, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, I forget what else I got. That, that was the big thing. Got a couple of little things. Uh, oh, I got a, uh, a radio control helicopter. Very nice. Uh, but very nice. unfortunately it broke. It's it, it's not very well made, so uh, I'm going to see about it. You should go with the Radio Shack Mosquito. I hear their quality. 
Uh, this was on a on a website, uh, and it wasn't very expensive, but uh, the blades actually just hit my hand, my arm, and it and, broke. Uh, broke. Yeah. So that's pretty, you know, after a little bit of use. But I, it there's no reason it should have snapped where it did. So, um, so anyway, uh, on to tech news. Let's get <laughs> onto the news we're here for. Um, mainly all Mac news this week, pretty this much. past week, as MacWorld is. Uh, I think it's June fifth through the ninth. Um, I would assume the keynote's on the 5th, which is, uh, we mentioned before, um, uh, I want to say Steve Wozniak, not him. Um, uh, well, the, he's the other co-founder of Apple, but... Um, you mean Bono? Not Bono. <laughs> oh, I mean Steve Jobs. I'm sorry, I get the two confused. <laughs> well, not Steve Jobs. Uh, he's not giving the keynote, <laughs> and uh, there's been some more recent reports, even, that say because of his health, uh, that it's rapidly de- you know, declining, which is... It's believable given the, uh, the type of cancer that he had, pancreatic cancer. Uh, I have some medical medical background. And uh, given that type of cancer, unfortunately, uh, within I think it's about five years, it's, it's almost 100% fatal, um, even though he had a Whipple procedure. So uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't think of it. He's the, uh, he's the next guy in line, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. He's going to give the, the uh, keynote. So, you know, hopefully it's for a different reason, or maybe he wants to retire. I'd much rather have uh, Steve Jobs retire than, you know, go away <laughs> permanently. Sure. So, Absolutely. Uh, but other than that, there's some interesting news coming out. Uh, we don't know what's going to be announced for sure, obviously, but... Uh, the, we have a pretty good idea. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot or of... we think we do. There's been a lot of rumors, of course, about the, uh, the ever-wanted Mac tablet, um, Slightly now, this time they're saying it, it, it's actually going to come the, the end of the year, which is a little bit different than what we've heard before. Normally, they say you know it's going to come at the next show, and it never does. And uh, Steve Jobs himself doesn't really see a need for a tablet type PC, but um, they're saying a little bit bigger iPhone with a touchscreen, which could be interesting. Uh, not an iPhone itself, but an actual computer. So, uh, you know, I, I'd it's like an to interesting see that. concept. I mean, certainly there's there's a market for something that is very iPod Touch or iPhone-esque, although is more um, geared towards uh, video watching than uh, than music listening. Right. I, I really do hope that uh, it has a, a new version of, uh, of OS X. Maybe it runs the full desktop version of OS X. I know I would be... I would be camped out in line with you three days before launch <laughs> if I'll that were the case. Oh, you will um, be. Yeah, I I definitely like to see a a more portable. I guess the main thing is if it had a real keyboard. That's the, or maybe some haptic feedback. Actually, I'm not. I I, I like the on-screen keyboard uh, on the iPhone iPod Touch. However, it's just a little bit too small. You know, given you know given the screen real estate. So I think if there was something a little bit bigger, right. and 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 it had room to spare, they might be able to expand that. But I think uh, as far as the um, as far as the uh, the tactile feel and as far as the responsiveness of the on-screen keyboard, I think it's great. Just need right. more screen real estate. But yeah, so you know, I would always obviously you'd prefer a uh, a physical keyboard, but then you'd lose a little bit of that cool factor. Uh, yeah, you could. Uh, <clears throat> it's very unlikely for Apple to do this, but they could do a slider with a QWERTY even. But I doubt they'll will ever see that. Um, Apple doesn't do sliders. Yeah, they don't do sliders pretty much. Um, or not pretty they much. Do they do slabs. Slabs, yes, they do slabs. Uh, the you know the the problem is is what do you do with it? 
other you know you could do your word processing on it that sort of you know for school that sort right. of thing I think we're, we're probably Explain. looking at something that is going to compete with your your uh, your Cohen or your Arcos media players um, something that's just a little bit more um, you know video friendly not that the iPod touch and the iPhone aren't great for watching video but th there's certainly better you really uh, think it'll go personal that media players on the market well I, I think that um, well I, I'm afraid it will you know, I'd like to see something more like a netbook or a traditional tablet that runs a right. full desktop version of OS X and can run all the traditional programs um, and maybe has some USB connectivity for U USB peripherals or you know Bluetooth connectivity for Bluetooth keyboards and mice and whatnot and that would be fantastic I mean I know you know I've been uh, restraining myself from going out to buy a netbook. Right. I really want to go get a netbook. Um, I was hoping that Apple would come out with uh, something in, in, you know, along the lines of a of a netbook or uh, or a tablet, a small form tablet. And, well, the uh, problem is where you price it because you've already got sure. the iPod Touch. Yeah. Uh, you know, four hundred dollars I think is the uh, thirty two gig. Thirty two gigabyte, right? And uh, you know, then you have the Mac Mini, which is you know covers the five hundred to seven hundred range. Right. Uh, although that's not a portable laptop type device, so do you put it in the Mac Mini price range, or do you make it cheaper and then also bring out the other? There's other. There's also another rumor of cheaper MacBooks. So, do they actually bring out a netbook, or does, is this a combination of the two? Sure. It's really hard to say what Apple will do. You can bet though that Apple's going to do something uh, probably innovative if they're going to bring out anything in that size. Sure. I, to differentiate all sorts of possibilities come to mind right um, a smaller MacBook Air um, yeah it's a possibility or um, you know maybe you know we'll, we'll find with an Atom processor maybe? with an Atom processor <coughs> although I think that they would you know right now uh, small notebooks with Atom processors are a dime a dozen I mean, right. they all have this virtually the identical specs and I think that's Apple, not typical Apple, right? Apple will, will have to play some uh, one-upsmanship, so you might you might possibly get a core two in uh, whatever this new uh, tablet or or netbook or small form factor MacBook uh, is going to be, but uh, I don't think they can uh, they can price it uh, quite in the Mac Mini or the uh, the iPod Touch range. I think we're probably looking at. The eight hundred to one thousand dollar range, which you know is Probably. kind of an uninhabited price range for them. There's really not right. much in there. So. It, it would be great though as a uh, a starter laptop. Mm -hmm. That's you know the number one selling Mac is a uh, MacBook. So if they had something that was even cheaper that would appeal to the people sure. that only are buying Windows because it's cheaper, I, I and mean, I've seen that a lot lately um, in talking to some college students that sort of thing, asking advice to me about what to buy. I always tell them a Mac just because. Well, first of all, when I say that, and their parent, their parents are a little put off because of the price. But their uh, the the youth, or you know, or I don't want to say kids, but you know, youth going into uh, college, uh, their eyes light up when you say Mac because that's what they really want. That's that's the hip, cool thing. Uh, whether they even know what they're doing with one or not, that's really what it is. So, um, but just after. You know, my personal preference is a Mac just after years of, of uh, fixing the other. Windows. And, and Linux, yes. And Linux is so unuser friendly, although it, it's definitely great for, it, it has its purpose, that's for sure, servers especially. Um, 
but or desperate uh, home users. Well, you know, if, if someone, yeah, I, I'm sure there's people that prefer it, but it's definitely not the user-friendly experience that a right. Mac is or a Windows PC is. Um, now, uh, as far as rumors go, we've, there's a new Mac Mini is pretty much almost a guarantee at MacWorld. Yeah. Um, the most recent reports, as, as recently as today, uh, were saying that it will be a, a time capsule form factor. So if you take a look at the time capsule, it's, it's a little bit bigger than a Mac Mini, but thinner. But it's got a little lip around it, and that lip is for cooling. So what they're saying is that lip will be there, but there'll also be a drive in there. Uh, the other thing is they're saying an option will be a... Uh, Instead of having an optical drive, you may be able to put a second hard drive in it, or, or make the the op the optical drive will actually uh, have a SATA interface and it'll be removable it right. removable SATA interface, so you can plug in a SATA hard drive in place of the optical drive, right. and you can you can run a, a RAID mirror array if you want to use which it is, as a which as is a little server of, yeah. of uh, the way Apple's been going lately with their their uh, interfaces and, and everybody else, but um, you can probably bet it's going to have the new um, Display port adapter on it. Yeah. Um, probably a Core 2 Duo. It'd be neat to see them, uh, or uh, nice to see them do a quad core, or core, you know, whatever, Core 2 quad. I think if they. Uh, it, but they'd have to get rid of the heat, well, too. With the, okay. and um, although, the, uh, as far as prices are concerned, with the new Core i7 processors on the market and starting to come down in price, the, right. the Core 2 quads should be. Uh, uh, decreasing in price dramatically, so that is a possibility. And if they clock those lower, then 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 you know they may sure. be able to get away with uh, with the cramped space inside and, and the heat issues. But more interesting to me, as someone who you know has always been intrigued by a Mac Mini, but I've never actually taken the plunge. It's kind of a niche. Yes, uh, it problem. is a niche. Well, I think it, I think I think the Mac Mini is the ideal home theater PC. Oh yeah. Uh, however, it's not the ideal home theater PC to me. You know, unless uh, I can play high-def movies on it. So I think the interesting uh, thing is whether or not they're going to offer a Blu-ray version of the Mac Mini. Um, that would I know be that would be that would be very intriguing. I doubt to, it. to make it the centerpiece <coughs> uh, of my living room, of my home theater setup, uh, if it also had a Blu-ray drive. So, although the one thing not being oh, well, would definitely make the $600 cost or $700 sure. cost more palatable. Well, along the lines of the uh, the Mac Mini, still they. Saying you know to keep with the theme the uh, aluminum black you know aluminum yep. and black, uh, which makes sense. Um, the other thing too is new IMAX possibly. Yep. I don't know that they're going to really redesign it. It was only redesigned a year ago, so you know probably update it. Uh, some of the rumors say a core two quad in it. Sure. Um, it's it is aluminum and glass and right. black. So maybe that, they maybe maybe they'll they'll, they'll offer a uh, a new color. Right. Uh, maybe maybe a white version or or maybe. No, uh, I don't think they'll go back to white. They kind of moved away away from the white. Uh, the only thing left, in fact, it, well, the only thing left in their line that is still white, as far as their Macs, is the Mac Mini and uh, the MacBook, the yeah. lowest end MacBook. Other than that, everything is aluminum now, aluminum and glass. So um, you can bet that it's just going to stay. Which I like, right? But um, now the other there thing, are a lot of purists out there. Well, you don't see a lot of uh, rumors about this, but you definitely can expect it. Is uh, Snow Leopard. And you would hope that they would add Blu-ray support. That's the one difference between Mac and PC, is it's a little easier to get a Blu-ray player and watch movies on, uh, as, as far as an external drive. Unless you, I think, well, actually, I think Toast and those, you know, support it now. But it's much, it's much easier to integrate into uh, Windows PC sure. at this point. 
and uh, Snow and it certainly isn't costly to uh, to throw a Blu-ray drive into your PC. You can get a you can get a Blu-ray ROM drive for ninety bucks. Well, it's nice to see that uh, Apple's main reason, I think, was uh, you know they I think Steve Jobs said that they're you know it's a it's a world of hurt or something like that, and that's you know they the, Apple's known for more downloadable content. But you still, even with their iTunes high def movies, you don't get the uh, resolution you do with a Blu-ray, right. um, and that's you know that's the big problem. There, you're not going to fit, uh, you know, 20, 30 gigabytes onto. And you don't get your instant gratification. Downloads. You don't get the instant gratification of putting a disc in, and within you know a few seconds, you know, you're ready to you're ready to play the movie. So, so hopefully they'll do something along those lines, and and you would you would suspect that Snow Leopard would have support for something like that. I, I you know within maybe a new QuickTime or something. Yeah. Uh, which we would hope, but we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, you know, along the Apple theme, we have more and more stories. So uh, the uh, the iPhone Slim, the iPhone Nano, Nano the Nano. <laughs> it's been called by a couple case companies. One of them, Vaja, uh, which we had a you know a case sent to us recently. They have they make cases for everybody, and they have it listed on their site now. I don't know if you knew that, but listed on their site is uh, being there. As the iPhone Nano. As the iPhone Nano. It, that's uh, two sites now. I can't think of the other case manufacturer, but uh, Vaja or Vaja, however you say that, is uh, it, it listed it. So we can probably bet that's the name, and they've had pre-release to manufacture because they've got to start making the cases. And we can probably expect to see some leaked photos of those cases any day now, which is usually how we, we, have seen we get wind of, uh, of the form that. factor. And there, there have been a few. It looks just like a... Uh, Typical iPhone, only tinier. Yeah. See that now. That's the part that uh, that's the part that scares me because I find the the, the, the idea of a, of an iPhone Nano intriguing only if the uh, iPhone Nano is to the iPhone what the iPod Nano is to the iPod. And right. are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> that was a bit strong coffee. <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah, I really when I look at those those uh, concept photos of the of the uh, iPhone Nano online and they show the big iPhone with a little tiny iPhone next to it, which is just an iPhone with uh, resized. Um, I really don't see how that is going to be practical from a from a usability standpoint. Um, I would almost like to see, especially for the younger crowd, um, you know, your 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 teens and you know, females who are more about accessorizing, they are, are about functionality. Um, I really think that they could do themselves a, a lot of good um, if they actually brought something out, you know, that was more like an iPod Nano that also had phone capability. If they could launch something, you know, within that, uh, within that size range. Um, well, I think they will. I think the idea is they are. And if you take a look at um, the keyboard, that a lot of people either love it or hate it on the iPhone or iPod Touch. Um, that's probably a lot smaller than you'll see on the iPhone Nano, even. So I, I don't know how you would do a keyboard. Maybe you'd have to do it sideways on an iPhone Nano for texting. But I don't see now. That's now that's where uh, that's where I'm going to be, you know, very curious to see what what direction they try to take. I'm not sure on an iPhone Nano if you know if I were Steve Jobs, you know, and obviously I'm not. Please, people, don't think I'm trying to say that I'm, you know, 
Steve Jobs because only Steve Jobs is Steve Jobs. I don't want to get hate mail from uh, Steve Jobs worshippers. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I if, don't if, think if anyone mistakes if, you for Steve I, Jobs, I would mar- I, I would market it uh, a little bit differently, and just just in the way the iPod Nano is marketed differently than a, than a standard iPod, an iPod Video. It's a different product. It's a it's a pocketable product designed for ease of use. It, it does one. It performs one function really really well. It has some other functionalities thrown in for good measure, but it's really just designed as an extremely svelte, you like that word, svelte? Sure. <laughs> it's designed as a really pocketable, really thin, and really usable uh, music player, and I think an iPhone Nano should be the same. I think if it had I phone th- functionality um, in you know, an iPod Nano uh, you know, form factor, I think women would absolutely, especially, would absolutely go crazy for them. Well, it's, it would be the ultimate be, accessory. I think you're going to see an iPhone Nano... Uh, it makes more sense to me that, you know, someone that doesn't want an iPhone. I talk to a lot of people that would love an iPhone, but they don't want to pay the bill for it. Sure. It, and it's pricey. Seven, I think it's between 70 and $90 a month. I don't know. I'd have to price it out. But, but it's expensive. And um, if you dropped, if you had phone functionality, you drop the Internet, email, that sort of thing, and you make it a phone and an iPod, and that's it, that's all you need. And I think, and you sell it for $99. And you know, with a contract or whatever they need to do, it's ninety nine dollars. It's just a phone. It's whatever your phone price is. You're and you can use you know a SIM card in it or Verizon or whoever they're gonna you know. I would assume their contract extends beyond just the iPhone three G, but I would think that it's just going to be a, a touch screen iPhone without the internet stuff. I would I would think, but then again, they may want to add uh, the App Store on there. So it's it's a it's hard to see what they're actually going to do because you know there's over ten thousand apps already you know millions hundreds of millions downloaded. I don't know that I would that they would want to risk cannibalizing iPhone sales with something That's that is smaller. And I mean, let's face it: nowadays, small equals sexy. Small is desirable. So, I mean, like for example, are you saying I'm undesirable? Moving on, um, <laughs> no comment. Now, um, tell me you wouldn't you wouldn't cash in your iPhone immediately if they came out with uh, you know iPhone Slim, you know, and all it was was an iPhone with the same functionality, the same features, but with the thickness of the the iPod Touch. You would you would turn in your iPhone immediately, and you would go get the iPhone Slim, and I just think you don't want to release something that you know still has the same. Uh, multi-touch interface, something that still has can run the same apps, um, still has you know smaller but still has a good screen, and it's just you're going to cannibalize iPhone sales unless you're going to eventually phase out the iPhone. I think what you would really like to do is come up with a new uh, non-touch interface that maybe you know uses the the the, the uh, capacitive uh, you know classic jog wheel and maybe build a new interface around that. I don't know if I, I don't see them doing that. Uh, they Ro- seem to be facing Bring that back out. rotary dial only oh, with <laughs> only with a, ca- a <laughs> with touch a jog capacitive dial. jog dial. It would be interesting. It would be, they, they, there's, there's room for... Ten uh, years from now, everything is going to be bigger is better. You think it's going to go back in that it direction? It goes in cycles. You know, I, it, I, th- I think eventually this is all going to be... I think eventually this is all going to be built into our retinas. The iPhone massive, you know, the... Yes. Who knows? Thought controlled. <laughs> and display is built, right. built into our, our, our eye sockets. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard great. to say what's going to come up. Um, along with the, uh, the iPhone Nano, 
smaller shuffle maybe at Macworld. Not necessarily a smaller, but a revamp. I've seen reports that say a smaller iPod shuffle. I really don't see a whole lot wrong with the shuffle. I, I don't get the concept photos there that are floating around online of the new Nano. Um, oh, back to the Nano, you mean? The iPhone <laughs> Nano? No, I'm sorry, of the of the shuffle. Excuse me, I'm sorry. You, the concept photos of the yeah. shuffle, you, you see the... They look like the they look like the icons from the iPhone and the iPod well, touch I, interface. Well, I posted one that I what found. What did you do with them? Well, I put yeah. Is that I actually going to be a capacitive touchscreen? I don't think so. I I posted a photo of that. I just found that on on the the site Zola. It's very I, common. I, I saw it on quite a few sites. I posted it just because I thought it was interesting. Um, the only thing wrong with the iPod Shuffle, in my opinion, I think it's a perfect form factor, and it's one of the few products that doesn't really need a revamp. It's already aluminum. Right. It's very functional, does what it does. The one thing it needs is some sort of display screen. Uh, if it needs anything, it needs a screen so that you can see what you're, you know, scrolling through. Because as memory gets smaller and smaller, and you can up the capacity. Although I do appreciate what Apple was going for, and I think that I do too. I think that uh, yeah. there was definitely a market for uh, the perfect MP3 player to run with or to yes. work out with. I actually um, sleep. And listening to it yeah. because it doesn't it's tiny and it just shoves under my pillow sure or it can get lost in the it can get yeah. lost in the, in the covers you know no, no one cares you'll find it later but yes. um no i mean they they did they for for that niche in the yeah. market you know the the perfect workout mp3 player they nailed it and at that point in time you know the technology wasn't such that you could really cram a display into something that small now i think um i think however we're probably going to see that they yeah. can make something you know, as small, that small, or even smaller. With well, a, the first shuffle wasn't very attractive, I, I think. The first shuffle, if you remember, you know, it was just a white stick with a USB plug on the end. Yeah, I do remember. And, uh, that, Before the uh, clip. Yeah, I just, that didn't interest me at all. Yeah. The shuffle, I, I got one just because I thought, you know, uh, I just thought it was cool looking. It was cheap. Yeah. Um, and... Like I said, you, you know, you can, it's so tiny. And the only thing away. that even came close was the uh, the Moby Blue Cube, the which cube, I doubt which is any, a, anyone has ever even heard of or, or seen in person before. But uh, it's, a, it's a weird form factor. Very cool. It's uh, actually, it's actually, it actually predated the, uh, the, the, yeah. the shuffle. But, yeah, it's um, neat, though. But yeah. it's, uh, the form, being a cube, it's not very sleek, yeah. I guess. Is it was just, a, it was so small, and it actually had, it actually had a screen. And uh, so, you know, you could, I guess the uh, the thought was you could put it in your pocket and it would be like running around with a sugar cube in your pocket. Right. It was it was good for, you know, for its time it was definitely ahead of the game. So, um, but yeah, other than that, you know, it looks like everything's getting smaller. I, I would, I know personally I would like to see a touchscreen Mac just because it'd be interesting. Um, a, a cheaper Mac would be nice too. You know, as far as especially a home theater Mac, like you were saying with the Mac Mini, uh, if they integrated Apple TV with it, sure. Um, you know, it's plus possible. added a Blu-ray feature. You know, I'd gladly pay a hundred extra dollars or or whatever it costs for that Blu-ray drive. Right. You know, on Newegg they're what one twenty. Uh, not even so, being, I mean, obviously burner a Blu-ray burner, you know, would drive up the cost a lot. But uh, you don't need a burner. In a, yeah, in a, I mean, just just the play, just player functionality. I mean, yeah. just. It's so small, and you can you can do so much with it in a home theater setup. You know, if you have that uh, that extra functionality, so I think it would be great. I think uh, I'd probably take the plunge and finally get one. Yeah, if it, if the price was uh, reasonable. Um, so just to get off the Apple news for a moment and swing over to the dark side of Microsoft, uh, 
yeah, we, we do have a little bit more Apple news, but um, at 2 a.m. on December 31st, all the, all the old 30 gig Zooms locked up. Zoom 2K. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of interesting. And um, so at first, they, oh, I, I, well, I missed a story actually on Apple. We'll talk about it after. But um, the, uh, the Zooms all locked up. And they didn't just, you couldn't reset them or anything. They would go to the normal Zoom loading screen, uh, if you've had a Zoom, the, the five of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you've had one. Poor uh, Bill. Yeah. I, the Zoom's not bad, but it's just, you know, it's not an iPod. Anyway, the, uh, when it loads, it, it just would stop. It wouldn't load any further. It'd lock up. It must be win running Windows 98. Windows. Windows 98. <laughs> Windows Mobile. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, it would lock up, and it's it's over with now, um, as the day is passed. It's Thank now the second. Goodness for that! Yes, I know, everyone can be at peace. And um, so I guess what the problem was is they accounted for the leap year. And now I'm not a programmer, but looking through the code that they threw online to show people what it was, uh, it was it was looking for uh, 366 days, and you know due to the date or whatever it. It didn't know what to do and just, you know, froze. So the fix was Microsoft acknowledged that there was a problem. Very big of them. Yes. Which was, it's it's a step in the right direction I for very, Microsoft. I'm very proud of that. Um, uh, and it was, you know, Gizmodo, I think, was the first to report saying they got a lot of reports on it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, you know, moving on from uh, on there, what, what actually ended up happening is... Now, after as long as you wait until afternoon on January first, you could then uh, wait for your battery to completely drain. Once it drained, it would reset. You could plug it into your computer, and and you're saved. You're back to normal. Yes. Now there was no word if you plugged it in first. Maybe it would just charge it, and then you have to wait for the battery to drain again. But um, I don't have an older Zoom to to test that or see that myself. I'm. I'm it's just comforting to know that those the users out there can return to their uh, pathetic old Zune owning existence. <laughs> wow, it's a bit harsh, but uh, it's just a tad. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a ridiculous thing for you know that to happen. You would think, you know, Microsoft's made enough. Uh, you know, I love the Xbox 360. If I know this sounds a little pathetic, but if it locked up for one day and all of a sudden it didn't work, and I've got this very expensive device. Which the original Zoom is close to in cost, yep. uh, and all of a sudden it stops working. I wouldn't be very happy. Considering that uh, the world didn't end uh, when the millennium passed. Yes. <laughs> considering that was Windows is running uh, on ninety percent of our, uh, our computer-based devices uh, in right. one form or another. Considering that uh, pretty much nothing happened as a result of that, I think we can give Microsoft a pass on this one. Yeah. We're all still alive, so. <laughs> You were afraid? I was. I was afraid of impending doom. Uh, of a Zoom user revolt. Oh, jeez. All, all five, as you said. Yes, all five. So, you know, it's good that it's fixed now, but it is a little bit ridiculous just to think that, you know, I'm sure it was something that was overlooked in code or they maybe expected to work okay. And it's hard to say, but, but uh, you know. It's it certainly wasn't a conspiracy that uh, it was made out to be, um, you know. You know, had it been a, uh, a uh, Sansa that that happened to, it wouldn't be a big deal. 
but just you would because expect it's, it, right? <laughs> because of a Microsoft or not, you know, or an Apple product. If it happened to an Apple product, it's the end of the world. Right. It would be huge. Yeah. It would be huge news. But it, because it's Microsoft, you know, everybody loves to hate on Microsoft. Right. Uh, obviously, they they have a little bit more pressure on them to be uh, to be. But flawless. Microsoft lovers are more tolerable of things failing more often, anyway. Because so. they're accustomed to it. Yeah. So they they can look Windows. 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 Um, okay, so as far as the this is back on the iPhone. You you may or may not have read this, but they finally uh, the iPhone dev team actually hinted at an unlock. Again. No, no. Well, yes, it's been hinted at many times on the 3G, but they haven't been able to find a real uh, SIM card unlock to use with other carriers until now. Well, what they did is they actually posted something that was pretty interesting. They posted binary code on uh, G December 31st. And then uh, FU decoded that binary code, which I actually did. I had to see what it said. I just went to a site and put it in and say what it said. Um, what it said is basically it said ignore post, you know, 6 million or whatever, you know, or 600,000, something. So if you read that post, it said you know, iPhone 3G unlock is never possible. And it said ignore that post, so obviously, you know, uh, you know, it, it was nice to see that it required a little bit of thought to get the to get the message. I always enjoy a good puzzle. So that was interesting. And um, they, they released an unlock. It's not a very pretty unlock. You gotta do a little bit of work to get it to work. But, you know, I guess it's a step in the right direction. It's too bad that you can't just pick the carrier you want. Uh, but it is neat to you can finally uh, do I'm, that. I'm, I, I fully expect the nine hundred dollar iPhone three G's unlocked to start appearing on eBay any day <laughs> yeah, now. I know, really. Uh, so it, now it's unclear. Uh, it's within a certain um, spectrum of you know frequency, so I don't think it'll even work with T Mobile. So in the U.S., it's kind of pointless. Yeah. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure on that. Um, so you know, in the U.S., unless you're selling it to someone overseas, there's not even really a point. But overseas, if they just go to France, they can get an unlocked one anyway. So I'll just get a Nokia, like me. Yes, if you if you you're in Europe, you probably already have Nokia. Be like the Finnish. The Finnish. Yes, <laughs> get a like Nokia. Right. Get yourself a seven hundred dollar N ninety six. I think you'll be happy with it. Uh, you better for that price. Yeah. I hope. Um, so you know that's another unlock. Yay! You know, good. Yeah. <laughs> if if you do that, it's it's almost pointless at this point, at least for. Uh, in the U.S. anyway. You know, it's not like you can use it on Verizon or something like that. So. And, and uh, you know, how short-lived is that uh, hack right. going to be? Yes, Apple will, you know, Apple will combat it and with a newer update that does sure. better they'll, they'll, and bigger things. They'll close the loophole pretty quickly, I'm sure. Um, and I only, we only have one more story, and it's we've been going on 38 minutes, actually. Wow. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um so the, the only last thing is is a couple things seemingly going to the web. This is another Macworld announcement, maybe. Um, I work. You don't use I work. You, no. You know, but uh, I work. Uh, but I actually know, work. Yes. Unlike some people. I, I work. I work. <coughs> um, so I work 08 or 09, I should say. They're saying maybe, uh, you know, web integrated, similar to Gmail's apps. Hey, what? use the proper terminology. Maybe cloud-based. Cloud-based, right. Going into the cloud, right? So, um, you know that's going to be pretty obvious. Oh. If it, <laughs> nice. 
So it's pretty obvious how that would work. Pretty much like Gmail's apps, only you would expect it to be better if you're paying money for it. You you, you expect it to be much better at the right. price they're charging well, <laughs> for it. It's, it's not that expensive actually. But well, when you consider that when you consider that um, that uh, Google's uh, equivalent is already in the cloud and is free, certainly makes you. Uh, it does have stop some limitations though. It does the problem. So. You know, maybe Apple will figure out the best way to do it is, you know, Microsoft has actually got their cloud-based initiative stuff going on as far as Office goes. And uh, it seems to work okay if you ever used some of their beta stuff. That's the direction um, we're going in. Yeah. and uh, We're all and, going and into the cloud. The, the, the problem is, is how do you get your cloud information or the information stored in the cloud and the stuff on your computer that's important to you to make sure it's synced, and if one fails, the other doesn't, or if you lose internet or power or whatever, you still have your well, information. And does Microsoft really have any credibility in that area? Sure. Can we, sure can, we, <laughs> can we really be trusted with their 50 million security loopholes that have to be closed? Well, off the office month? team is pretty good, so yeah. you can, you can pretty, be pretty sure that it's going to be decent. But um, as far as, you know... Now All it gives hackers, it's giving hackers a... I, I mean, obviously, it's a pretty uh, uh, well-known fact that, you know, hackers and, and, and uh, naughty doers alike, you know, tend to target Microsoft because, you know, they're, they're the big, you know, bad bully of the, the, the computing world. Now, I just had and a thought. And I'm just wondering if wonder. uh, Microsoft, you know, puts their apps out in the cloud, you know, Which you know they what's have. that going to do? Well, everybody's sort of going that way. Yeah, a, it's a rallying cry for the hacker community. Well, before I go on to my thought, your thoughts, uh, your thoughts, yeah, please. My thought. Well, before the, I think the idea is that, and this is from uh, I heard, you know, from uh, Paul Thera on Windows Weekly, uh, and uh, basically, big fan uh, of Paul. You are? Yes. I, I like Paul. He, he uh, he's an Xbox fan. If you ever listen to him. And uh, he's better than me at Call of Duty, so I've got to give him that. Have you played with him? I haven't, but I see his gamer score. And, nice. uh, it, it, to get better in Call of Duty World at War is pretty impressive because the Treyarch Call of Duties are really, I think they're a little more difficult than the uh, Infinity Ward as far as veteran goes, just because of the glitches. That's a whole other show. But anyway, yeah, moving on. Uh, that was our last show where we talked about video games a lot. Zolo Gamer coming soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... The, uh, anyway, with, uh, I lost my train of thought. Wow. <coughs> I'm at a loss I lost for words. <laughs> I lost your train um, of thought. Well, okay, this is so what, 45 minutes now uh, we're, we're going, going on? on? I'm sorry. But the, uh, we were, we were in cloud computing. Yes, we're in cloud. We're and still in cloud. Oh, that's it. I, I got that back. Thank you for the cloud. You're welcome. Um, the idea is that you have someone else manage your services. So they take care of the security part of it. So instead of patching, you know, 50 million or 100 million or billion PCs, you patch your servers that run the cloud-based OS and its stuff. So instead of worrying about millions upon millions of users, you worry about your own stuff and they access it remotely. And then that leaves you alone and lets them, you know, worry about their ISP, that sort of thing. So. And, and just their core OS, like the Google OS that everyone thinks is going to eventually come out here. And it seems like it will. But I'm pretty sure that's inevitable. Right. However, that's but um, raises a whole bunch of other uh, questions. Uh, so with, with the uh, iWork going you know, cloud-based, that makes sense. Now, the interesting sure. thing is, will iLife go cloud-based, maybe with Snow Leopard? Because the latest rumor 
uh, the very latest is iMovie going online, which seems like, you know, maybe they'll do their own YouTube type thing, but it seems a little, uh, it, it might be interesting to see how you edit video on, in the cloud, what kind of, you know, to, to move those kind of clips around, you need tremendous bandwidth to upload it. Right. And then to actually edit that stuff in real time as well as iMovie does it, I, I don't know, I just don't know, I don't see that happening yet. Not until we all have fiber or Fios going right. into our house. So, I mean, I have a fast connection at my house, we've discussed before, uh, but that's still not fast enough. Right. Not for that. The download is there, but the upload is not there. Um, and I think that's where the, the main or main problem is. Oh, I think they're, I think the, um, It'd be the, the target is to, you know, have these things, um, you know, ready to go mainstream when the bandwidth is there. And, you know, we're only about five years off, probably, from... Well, well given Mobile Me's problems, I just don't see them getting on that bandwagon yet, as far as... I can definitely see them doing it with with uh, iWork, mm -hmm. with web, you know, sure. web word processing, web Excel. Right. You know, and there's not a huge back end for those type of applications anyway, so... Not compared to a movie program. Sure, you know? absolutely. You know, uh... We're talking about, uh, we're talking about a document in, you know, maybe... Uh, in the size range of kilobytes, right, right. as opposed to something in gigabytes. Right, difference. exactly. Yeah, and that's the, uh, I'd like to see how they plan to do it if they do. And maybe that's part of the secret to Snow Leopard, who knows. Uh, that would be revolutionary. Now that sounds like an interesting episode. Yes. Next week's edition, The Secret of Snow Leopard. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, and next week we'll actually have what came out, so. We may have a lot to talk about, we may have... Very we may little. have a new shuffle that looks the same. You never maybe, know. which um, I you know who knows what'll come out, but uh, hopefully all is well there. Um, but as far as news goes, we've been going on for many minutes now. Yes, we've been waxing poetic. Waxing poetic, yes. Uh, so I, I don't really have anything else, uh, I'll, you know, I'm, other than to keep looking at the next Apple rumor. Yes, and uh, check out Zolotech.com for the Bowers and Wilkins Zeppelin iPod dock. Unboxing. And thank you for that. Shameless plug. A shameless plug. But, you know, I, it's it's worth plugging. I don't really have anything else, though. You? I've got nothing. That's it, your plug? That's, that's it. it. All right, well, we'll uh, see you next week, or, or maybe the week after. Hopefully next week. And uh, soon enough. That, that's good. I will uh, see you next time. Ciao.